Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and... I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about Lego sets, things happening in the Lego fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. Well, Jay, how are you? Is too much Lego barely enough? Uh, sometimes, but... Not this time. How was your weekend? My weekend was very busy. Um, why was my weekend very busy? Well, last weekend, 1920, 20, no, 2021-22 of January um, 2023, we had Brickvention in Melbourne, Australia at the Royal Exhibition Buildings in Carlton, this is a heritage listed building, and we had, I think we had around over 300 exhibitors from around the world. I'll check that stat. Um, mainly from Australia, but not just Victoria this year. So, all around the country, we had visitors from Southeast Asia, we had visitors from England, we had one or two from America as well, and quite a few from across the Dutch in New Zealand. Um, was terrific to be back in the old place again, having not been there for a couple of years. It felt We've, right. It felt it right. It felt this, right. Last year. It's because the weather was much cooler than it usually is because my, um, the, the one thing I just remember about Brickvention is that it's always stinking hot. But this year was cool. This year was quite mild and nice. Um, um, Mel- Melbourne weather yeah. itself for the first time. For those wondering what we mean when we say mild and nice, we mean about 25 degrees Celsius. Um, We do have an old saying here, if you don't like the weather in Melbourne, please just wait five minutes. And we um, had a lovely weather for the first, didn't get too hot, didn't get too windy, probably for the first time as long as I can remember. And I've I've been going to Brickvention since 2009. Um, we took a year off in 2021 and just delivered an online program and then 2022 were an alternative venue because the exhibition buildings was being used as a vaccination centre. Mm-hmm. But we were back. We had lots of people from all over the place. We had some great big models. We had some great small models. We had a collection of Lego Masters, mostly from Australia, but also some from New Zealand and one from America as well. And it was awesome. It's great. I think and um, a crowd of thousands. I think it's not. Um, it, maybe it's recency bias, but it definitely felt like one of the best brickventions ever. Both in, both in terms of the vibe, but also in terms of um, just the sheer variety and impressiveness of builds on display. Look, I would agree. I would say that this has probably felt like the most relaxed prevention that I've been to for some time. Now, whether that's just because I'm at a certain stage in my life and, and you know, it, but it, it, felt, it felt very comfortable. It was like putting on a nice, it was like putting on a comfortable pair of shoes rather than, um, you know, trying on some heels for the first time and just feeling just a little bit uncomfortable for the duration because you weren't quite sure what was going to happen. 
I think I think a lot of that goes um and and again kudos to the um organizing committee. I think it was mu- like it 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 felt very well planned. Like the layout was um the layout seemed roomier this this year. I feel like the the flow through the yeah. building and where they positioned some of the most, you know, impressive and large scale builds uh they were kind of strategically scattered around the building um and i'm not sure if it's i'm not sure if it was the um you know the timed entry system but it definitely felt that you know that it just def- it, it just felt like they were you know like people were spread out a lot more um and it, yeah or maybe yeah. it's just the weather i you know could be I, the look, I think i think there's a lot of it um Ten years ago, we start, had our first show at the exhibition buildings. We still had timed entry then, but we did have a few big things near the front door. For example, trains. And yeah. just next to that was the Great Ball contraption. And that tended to... They tended to... Um, that just, that just hit people from... People, you know, people yeah, just, pe- people just didn't move on from there and they... And it sort of blocked the, the the flow through the venue. So, I th- I think the team have learned a lot about layout. We had the great ball contraption in and to the side. We had one of the train layouts down the back. We had another train layout, sort of down another side side wing, and it was great for audience flow and the public expo. Um, we had a convention day beforehand, which was fantastic. And probably, you know, 95% of everything had been set up before the start of convention day, which also felt like it was much more organised on the part of exhibitors than it had been previously. Um, so we actually got to spend spare time during that that um, convention day to have a look around at the mocks and see what people had brought along. and. That made for a pretty, pretty great and pretty engaging event. Yeah, um, there you go. And look, it's been what we've had what two years plus of a global pandemic where people were, you know, stuck in their homes um, and had a lot more free time on their hands, and in that process accumulated a lot more Lego. Um, you know, that's reflected in Lego sales um over the past two years um and it definitely showed like the bills were bigger there was so much more variety and yeah there's there just some like incredible bills on show and and look i think all of the what we'll describe as epic builds and by epic builds here we're probably meaning six square metres or more of floor space. Um, They were all collaborative builds. Um, There was probably, there were a couple of notable individual builds, but we had a particularly impressive Pirates exhibit from a team from Sydney, uh, Cerulean Straits, and if you get a chance to see that at some stage, please do. The way they have done the water is just amazing with two layers of transparent elements above plates and you can see the currents in the water and it really feels like it's got great depth. 
Yeah. Um, there was also Batman's Vacation that was uh, produced by the Brick Shelf, Brickapalooza and Teflon Todd. They come from New South Wales, South Australia and Victoria, but not in that order. And Isn't this... Tom in Melbourne? Tom's they're in... Gonna... Yeah, they're not, they're not going to... That's... Tom, 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 Tom is a Melbourneian. This that, is the Brick Shelf at the Brick Shelf on Instagram. That's ours. Um, yep. And Todd's Todd's from Adelaide, and Yabs is from um, Wagga. Um, but you know they, they they did a lot of collaborating online and brought a great model of Gotham where Batman was off on holiday and the villains were just having their own special form of chaos. And it was just marvellous to see this. A lot of aspects had been teased over Instagram over the previous year and um, just to see it all come together was fantastic. Mm. Uh, But, look, there were certainly some other notable exhibits and probably one that caught the eye of both exhibitors and um, the public alike would be the um, Falcon's Crest, which was made from Dave Cameron from Sydney. And this was a, it was about two metres by two metres or so by about another two metres. It went in all directions. And this this had sort of evolved over the course of several years. Um, And it was just a really detailed castle with attached village with all the factions represented. You've got and you've got castles, you've got big castles, and you've got massive castles, and this this was this, like its own. This, this was, was a, just like a superstar destroyer of like castles, which is just on a whole other level. Absolutely. Now, this is an Australian show, of course, and we don't do castles the same way that uh, European shows do. We don't see castles as part of our daily life. Um, so you know, there were probably of the three hundred odd exhibitors um there were probably about 10 castle mocks across the board um but as in this perhaps compare this with scarebeck where you certainly got the feeling that you know there were probably more like 20 30 40 um and that's not including harry potter um as far as with castle being being a subject and so this this was a really impressive castle as far as an Australian show was concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 also I think the um, like the 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 large scale mocks are usually the um, the ones that grab the headlines. But there were a lot of really cool you know smaller scale stuff uh, on show as well. Um, and that and that usually is my like those those are usually my favorite builds because you get a lot more. Um, you know, they they they're just on a different scale. So, um, I liked um I liked getting to see Blackley Cat. So he's a you know world renowned mech mecha builder. Mm. Um, he had a, he had a big display of Transformers and Gundam. Um, and Donnie Chen um contributed his own I think Gundam build there as well. That 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 was big to me. But then again, I love Gundam, so that kind of stuff speaks to me. Um. Donnie Chen also had his bicycle there, which is oh, up yeah. on Lego Ideas. So Donnie also designed the, the Lego, the um, grand piano that came through on Ideas a couple of years ago, but he's hmm. 
bicycle is just fantastic. It's yeah. got working pedals. It's got disc brakes. It's got a bell. It's just crazy and a kickstand. And uh, yeah, there was there, there was a really cool like brickheads display um, that was done really nicely with a, with like a massive like white plain brickheads as well, which was yep. kind of cool. Yeah, so that's Jason Carpenter from Longreach, and I really loved his blueies. There, there was yeah. something there for everyone. Um, yeah. It's a cool, like, Possum Magic build um, by Tamara Dadswell. Yep, so Tamara's Possum Magic was yep. just just fantastic. With um, This is an Australian children's literature classic, Um my kids grew up on it, but a lot of people who are a bit older have also grown up on it as well. And the way that she recreated sort of this this invisible this invisible possum sitting on sitting on the shoulder and watching over um, was it's magic. It's magic, just magical, yeah, just magical. Um, that was cool. Um, I think what what's his name? Um, Anthony Wilson. Um, yeah, Anthony Wilson at yeah. the Secret Walrus. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of cool character mocks, um, and I always look forward to seeing his stuff um, yeah. each year. Um, and 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 those are great. And and in that in that similar vein as well, we got to see um, Joss from Lego Masters. So Jay from yeah. Mox. Um, Jay from Mox. Joss. Yeah. Joss Woodyard. Yep. Yeah. Some of his he- latest and greatest builds were there, um, including his new Kung Fu Panda um models which was really cool to see in person um yeah this it's just stuff like that so you've you've got really large scale but at the same time you've also got really you know you know really small tiny intricate builds um as well and you know it's a nice variety across the board and then you have everything else in between lots of cool mm. eggs um, lots of cool pieces of art um that, that was this like crane that was like what two stories three two and a half stories yeah sam cooks yeah. um made made this lever crane with some huge custom decals on um, i'm surprised this... they allowed that into the building that 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 felt like that felt illegal like the the, um... the, 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 the truck itself is about three feet about a meter or so long, but then when you when it extends the boom, it looks like it goes out about another six meters. Yeah, um, and that was just crazy, um, yep. absolutely mind blowing, really impressive model to yep. see in real life. And I dare say it'll be doing the rounds of a show shows around Australia during the course of the year. Um, just an incredible model. That, yeah, and that, we got to see a lot of stuff that that has been on display in other Lego conventions around Australia. Um, so you know things like the um, it, it, it was insane. Yeah, it was insane to see that light cruiser. So um, I've been a big fan um, of, of his uh, last build, which was this giant mech like hangar. Yeah, um, but this 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 light cruiser is just like insane. This is the most insane thing that you've that you'll you you likely ever see at a Lego show, just because of how big it is. But at the same time, um, for exhibitors that were there on convention day or just before, you get to see it come together, which is which is um, which is which is no no mean feat. It's not glued, um, you know, 
chunks of it, I think, broke apart in transit. But not as many chunks as broke apart before it was installed at the local show in Adelaide last yeah. year. It yeah. only took them one, one and a half days to uh, put it together, which is actually, I think, a new record for them. Um, to put it in perspective, folks, this uh, model's about seven metres long. It's about three and a half metres wide. It has about 800,000 pieces. And since we saw it in Adelaide last year, it now has lights. It is absolutely off the charts as far as its scale is concerned. It does look like there was one panel that may have been left behind in the truck or fallen apart in transit, but it was a pretty small one. And you, if you didn't look at the wrong, wrong part of the plane, you, the wrong part of the craft, you, then you didn't miss it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there's the, the train guys who, all of the train guys um, with their combined layouts do great, great little bits of... Yeah landscaping townscaping building detail train detail and we had two train layouts from that point of view this year they worked um, on their train layout quite a bit because there were a lot of new sections and modules that i've never seen before which yeah very cool and uh and i didn't get to spend nearly enough time looking at the great ball contraption i don't know if you did no, no. Um, unfortunately, um, I wanted to check it out on Friday, but um, I think Rowan was um, busy uh, running a workshop. Or Yeah, he was running a workshop in the afternoon, and uh, uh, it's important to recognise that they did have a very tall module in the GBC at about four metres tall, um, sending a ball up and down the other side, and uh, just worthwhile recognising at this point that that wasn't anywhere near as tall as the crane was. Mm -hmm. um, competition, let's just put it that way. The other one that blew me away as being simply stunning, spent most of the weekend on a dressmaker's mould, and that was oh, um, Hope yep. and Dreams by Veronica Young, and she made a wedding dress predominantly out of white foliage elements along with some plates and tiles um, holding it together and the thing that was truly amazing was on lunchtime what well, lunchtime on the last day when Fleur Watkins who was one of the contestants on Lego Masters Australia series three and she was able to put this dress on and took it for a wander around the hall and then took it out and posed by the fountain for some photos. And this was just lovely because the fountain is actually a really popular, outside the exhibition buildings is a really popular site for wedding photos. Wedding photos. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just lovely. And it was great just seeing representatives from all over the country. Um, as well as some international visitors with, fantastic models on show it was just it was just a lovely weekend um we had a few we had a few um of the of the classics of brickvention the building the bag competition um a dirty brickster which is like a sort of a white elephant secret santa swap kind of thing and then, yeah, some other workshops, um, Great Ball Contraption, Tree Making, uh, New Elementary had a workshop there as well. Um, Dale Harris and Ryan Masters had a workshop on the topic of digital design. Um, 
Jay Horn from New Zealand spoke about travelling internationally for Lego and I um, spoke about the legacy of Classic Castle, which was great in the context of Falcon's Crest. Um, we had a trivia night. We went to the Old Melbourne Jail for dinner on Saturday night and, yeah, probably by about Sunday I was starting to relax and enjoy myself. It had been very, very busy up until then. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um... It was definitely a brick pension to remember, which is which is always good. Um, but um, after having the opportunity to visit Scareback last year, um, I now have a bit of a frame of reference in terms of um, other Lego conventions, especially on the international um, side of things. And I have to say that we hold we hold up pretty well um, in terms of putting up a good show. We we do look. On the whole, it's a smaller event than Scarebeck. Scarebeck has about 1,100 participants and probably about 600 exhibitors. Um, that said, we had about over 300 exhibitors and uh, probably had about 12,000 or more people wander through the public expo days. Yeah. Um, so pretty, i say it's it's... We've had bigger public crowds at Brickvention, but this one just felt delightfully laid back and it was just a, a lovely event. Yeah, really, really good. And I think, um, you know, if you're an international, um, if you're, you're an international listener or if you live interstate, um, you know, why not make a, um, why not make plans to come visit Brickvention in 2024? Um, Absolutely. It's, it's summer, um, and while we can't promise what the weather will look like next year, um, it is summer. So if you're, if you're from the northern hemisphere and you know dealing with snow and single minus, um, you know single digit below zero temperatures at this time of the year, thirty degrees Celsius ish. It's Come over. It'll be a blast. On if you like tennis. Um, there's, there's, there's tons of activities because, you know, it's summer and, you know, Melbourne comes alive in summer. Um, yeah, so hi highly recommend, um, visiting. Um, I've got a, I've got a recap, um, on my blog and, um, a big, a bigger photo album on my Facebook page, uh, which we will link in the show notes that you can go and check out some of the builds. And if you go on our Instagram pages so that's at rambling brick and at jong28 um you can check out some um reels and some videos from the event i may have been too busy taking part in the event to remember to post diligently on social media does this make me a failure jay no it doesn't you enjoyed the event i did i had a great time and yeah. it was especially um you know catching up with people but yeah. um and uh yeah and um yeah I, I i think i enjoyed it a lot more because i wasn't you know um i wasn't like on all the time so i actually got got some um got someone to help with the phot photography um uh, which was a huge um you know weight off my shoulder um in previous preventions i'm usually just rushing around running around like a headless chicken on um you know trying to catch trying to capture every um mock and display there um, but yeah, this, this was a lot more chill. I really enjoyed, you know, chatting, actually getting to chat to people and not, you know, running off in a hurry. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was way more enjoyable for me this year. 
Um, and certainly we caught up with a few of you there and it was lovely to see you. If we missed you and you were there, then I'm sorry. Um, but it was great catching up with a, with a, with a, with a, with a few of our listeners there. And um, we will be around at a few other shows during the course of the year around Australia. Um, just need to see how my work like timetable lines up. I'm also going to be going over to Paradis de Cura, the Portuguese fan weekend in oh, yeah. June. So if you're in Europe and looking for something to do in June rather than September, take a look at the Japanese, or take a look at the Portuguese fan weekend. Or if you want to travel a little further afield, take a look at the Japanese fan weekend, which is on at the same time around the 10th of June. It will take a day or two. Awesome. So apart from, uh, apart from Big Vention, um and yeah sorry so apart from uh brickvention um and might seem like a silly question because you've probably been um buried in building and getting your display together for for brickvention have you been um building any other lego perhaps of the instructions kind um so at the end of brickvention our house was sort of overtaken by random pieces, not just mine. And I should actually mention, shout out to at Tashalog, my daughter Tash, who was coming along to, who who came along this year to Brickvention, had a couple of mocks of her own there. Um, but, you know, we've basically we've been working on rehabilitating the workspace and uh, we've been doing a bit of tidying up and sorting of pieces this week. So about the only building that I've done was, in fact, the exhibitors convention set from the show which show uh, sorry from prevention which gives us the front facade of a melbourne tram which is pretty cool build and um just made made the event just that little bit special from that point of view yeah um so in short jay since the order battle pack no i don't think i've taken anything out of a pack but I did pick up a few old sets at Brickvention that I'm looking forward to opening up in the near future, including a guarded in. And oh, did you get a guarded in? I got a guarded in. Where'd you get that from? Alienator. Well, was there a secret? Was there a secret section? I may have picked one up from Toys R Go. Oh, very nice. Um. That's a classic. That is a classic. I might have picked it up in the last five minutes of the vendors being open at the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did see it there. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I picked up an alienator as well. What about you, Jay? If you, well, I know that you've done a bit of building, but did you pick up anything from the vendors at Brickvention that oh, was exciting? I picked up a bit too much. Uh, <laughs> Picked up a bit too much. So where where do I begin? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I won an auction. So this is this is technically for charity. Um, picked up a Helm's Deep nine four seven four Helm's Deep um, for a good cause, obviously. And I'll, you you say it's for a good cause. I'll also say that I think you got it for a pretty reasonable price too. Yeah. Well, I mean, RRP was like what two hundred Australian dollars. Um, and they used to sit on shelves, so that's up to. Uh, but it is twenty twenty three, so yeah, I did. It's twenty twenty three, and a whole lot of people have discovered Lego in the meantime. Yes, yes, um, yeah. So I picked picked that up 
picked that one up, which I was um, quite excited for. Um, I, I, I did pretty badly in the last auction. Um, was it last year? Yeah, didn't, didn't, win, yeah. didn't win anything there. So was 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 happy to pick something up uh, this year. Um, and then in terms of vintage sets, I picked up a 6980 Galaxy Commander um, just to kind of round out my classic space um, fleet because I realized that like for most of my classic space sets, um, they're mostly the classic space. Yep. As in when you say you mean... I mean gray. You mean, you mean gray, blue. Yes. Gray, blue, yellow. Gray, blue, trans, yellow. Yep. Um, and I realized that I didn't have a lot of the newer, like, well, not newer, but the, the newer? Yeah, the, the white, the white ships. Yep. So, um, you know, just added that flagship in, which was which was really nice. Um, that had a box as well, didn't it? Oh, that had a box, yes. That yeah. did have, have a box, so... That's extra special. Um, I also picked up a Space Police One Mission Commander. Um, so I've been on like I think I go through like cycles where I just kind of focus on a specific faction, and then I yep. try to then I realize that I have too many of a specific faction. So last year, um, I was I don't know subconsciously buying a lot of Blacktron One, um, and I've kind of you know also kept my eye on Space Police One because I just love the blue and um, the blue and red color scheme yep. aesthetic. So picked up a um, mission commander, which is the cl- uh, space police. Oh, that's the flagship. big ship, isn't it? Yeah, that's the big ship. Ah, uh, nice. And yes, that would have been very satisfying to pick up. Yep. Um, picked up a a smaller classic space set, which um, I think it's one of those. Was it a uranium vehicle? Kind. Not a hundred percent sure. The one with the two radar dishes out the front. Yes, um, I think that's the one. Yeah. What else did I pick up? I think that's it. Did I pick up a galactic mediator as well? I can't quite remember. No, probably not. Or did I? Nah, probably not. No, I think I passed on the mediator because I already have. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember seeing what you picked up there. So yeah, but anyway, there were a few. There were, there were a lot of people that were in the process of um, realizing their their class their their older sets, and there was certainly um, there was certainly a huge variety of things to be to be found. And um, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm like a like vintage is my one weakness, so I had to be dragged away pretty like. Just get the stuff, get it out of my system, and then just drag myself away before I, you know, make any more questionable financial decisions. Um, and if Jay's wife is looking, listening to this, he got them for very, very good prices. Ah, oh, RRP. Just pay very... what it used to cost in the 70s. <laughs> that may or may not be actually true. No. Um, no. But have you been building anything since then, Jay? I actually have been building a lot. Um, there's there's um, there's a few things coming out in February, which I'm thoroughly excited about, um, and finally get to talk about it. So, got to build the A-frame cabin. So that's the first Lego Ideas set of 2023. Yeah. Set one three three eight, um, based on the product idea and fan um, design from Andrea uh, 
Latanzio, Andrea Latanzio, Norton74 on Instagram. Um, And oh, wow, that was was a blast. Um, I had so much fun building it. And um, yeah, I had so much fun building it. It's such a, such a good set, such a complete building experience. Um, And it's at a, it's at a decent ish price where it's, you know, it's, it's a big set, but you're getting your values worth because there's just so much going on for it. So um, the main build is a, you know, a rustic A-frame cabin, Mm. uh, which, you know, in itself is a very unique, um structure um i don't think we've had have we had a-frame cabins in lego before like not that steep of a roof like with that steep of a roof there was one back in the early 80s the yellow roof one i think so it was more of a holiday house by the beach than a truly realistic alpine cabin the sets in question are, of course, 6388 Vacation House with Camper Van and 6592 Vacation Hideaway. In fact, released in the late 1980s and they both had yellow roofs at about 45 degrees, but certainly they were designed in the style of an A-frame house. Now read on. Um, the yeah. thing that... I found delightful was the day that this was announced that the we had the official reveal this year. Um, I was having a look at my Instagram stories to discover that my cousin was in fact holidaying in such a place um, on the other side of the world, Um, and she had no idea that this was being (laughs) being revealed that morning. Wow! (laughs) At the same time, it was just um, a little bit uncanny. I was having both Lego A frames and real a-frames appearing in my instagram that's awesome um so yeah so the 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 wooden rustic um you know natural um facade is you know is is really nice so you know reminds reminds me a lot of the ideas treehouse which is also a very brown built whereas this one's a lot sleeker um you get some really nice um, tiling used for the roofs and the roofs just pop off to reveal the interiors which are just packed with details there's a lot of um, you get all you, you get a really good sense of the kind of person that is occupying the a-frame cabin because there's just like stuff everywhere so it feels very well lived in there are lots of fun easter eggs Lots of cool little um, additions that that really just give it a lot of personality and a lot of um, mm. texture. Um, like you know, it feels lived in. It feels very authentic. Like the furniture feels really well put together and well considered. Um, and then just to kind of wrap everything up together. You've got you know two um, side sections that clip that that kind of slot in through the sides and affix themselves via Technic pins um, where you have the trees and the trees are, you know, a nice mix of green, yellow and red leaves. So you got to get a nice, um, almost um, Neapolitan, um, you know, selection of colors that represent the changing of the seasons, which is quite nice. The trees are a bit sparse. I will, um, I will, I will say that that's, that the trees are probably the weakest, part of the set but not in a bad way it's just that 
the original fan design had really lush, really dense, um, you know, they pine trees, I would think. Yeah. Mm. Pinish trees where, you know, the leaves were, you know, kind of attached very, very precariously to one another that, you know, it looked like if you were to like sneeze, it would completely topple over. So understand that, you know, Lego has, you know, obviously has tighter building standards for, you know, um, for things like stability and making sure parts don't just knock over at the lightest touch. But um, again, that's a, that's a relatively easy problem that you can fix by just adding on and piling on more foliage and leaves on them. So not that big of a deal. It's just a, you know, it's just a, it's just a design thing that some people may like, but most people who, you know, who supported the original product idea might go, oh, the trees look a bit sparse. But again, not a bad thing. It's just a, it's just a matter of taste. Um, and what ties it all together, what ties the entire build together is that it really feels like, um, like, like a structure that's um, in the middle of a dense wooded area because they are animals and they are critters and mm. they have lots of fun little additions. Um, there are squirrels and otters. Everywhere. You got squirrels, you got otters, a um, couple of frogs, some birds some beautiful new printed butterflies. Um, so it feels feels alive. Like, you know, it's 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 like when you're going on um it's like when you're going on a hike, you know, you're always looking out for, you know, signs of life. Yeah. Um, and you never know when you might spot a a robin or a tiny bird or, you know, in the case of Australia, uh, a, a skink or a koala just kind of hanging out there. Um and and th- and those are usually the highlights of, you know, when 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 you're bushwalking or hiking, and they've they've captured that really well um, in the set. Like they're just little crit- critters all over the place, which is which is really quite delightful. Um, mm. But yeah, so this is a this is a really good set. Like I feel like um, Lego ideas have um, again, and talk, talking about this from a, from the perspective of someone who is a more seasoned. Um, a fall or Lego fan, where you know your core thing that you collect are creator expert um, sets. You love the modulars. You love um, you know highly detailed, realistic builds as opposed to big licensed um, IP based sets. Like this, mm. this is this is a really um, a solid set. It doesn't rely on any IP. Um, and 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 looking at the you know the release of Lego ideas, we've had table football which hasn't been the most well received set because of the price um, before that you had the office which was very ip based and a lot of you know you know a segment of a vault were like i don't watch the office this is not for me i don't care about these characters and then right before that you had the motorized lighthouse which in itself was a was it was a really good build but because of the um the, the the powered up elements in it um the price did sour quite um quite a number of people because people were like oh i don't want this to like move and everything so you know ideas have 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 have, have been you know um going through some turbulent um storms i would say but this this one just kind of just just brings it back to the core um and yeah i loved it like it was such a fun build Mm. I mean, it's been last year had some great, great builds for 
ideas. I mean, we did see The Globe. We did yep. see Starry Night. We did see Jazz Quartet. Um, and, look, I will continue to argue that if everyone likes every Lego idea set, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. But but if you look at the entire, like, portfolio of, like, Lego idea sets, um, the ones that really stand out that, you know, like, again, a very specific segment of, you know, I would say traditional, maybe, um, maybe go as far as to say um, orthodox Lego fans, let's just call it that, um, you know, they like builds like the, like the treehouse, like the medieval blacksmith, you know, really build centric models that are not reliant on minifigures or, you know, telling a particular story. Um, so yeah. this this A-frame cabin, like, so if you loved the treehouse, if you loved the medieval blacksmith, this, um, if you love modulars, the A-frame cabin is going to, um, it's going to blow you away because it's such a, such a good build. Um, and all the stuff that they've crammed into the box, it, it does feel like there's no, um, it does feel like they didn't compromise much. Um, and hey, no stickers as well. So everything's printed. So again, speaks wow. to a very specific um, subset of Lego fans. Um, and if you if, if you consider yourself part of that group, you're going to have an amazing time with the A-frame cabin. I mean, it, it does now look as though the modular buildings and ideas sets are going to be aiming for prints over stickers. I think... Uh, still... Well, we've got BTS coming out. I will be, um, I will be very surprised if we don't get stickers. Sticker for that. Yeah. Oh, as, as I say, the the larger the larger ideas sets at any rate seem to be getting be relatively sticker free. Mm. Um, it will be interesting to see what happens with BTS. As say, we've had a statement in as many words when we were at Fan Media Days that it's a modular build. You don't get stickers here. Um. Oh, but we certainly know that the other icon sets we do see yeah. stickers in. Um, Galaxy Explorer, we're looking at you. Um, and I think it's great that this one's sticker free. It's a beautiful looking set. Um, um, it's, just, it's just gorgeous. There's just so much like, and and even if you look at it as a parts pack, like it's got a lot of useful parts, lots of wood paneling, lots of brown bits. Um, you know, pretty pretty large um, plates that you use, like it's and and and. If you're and, into making brick walls, how many Thor's hammers does it have? Uh, how many Molniers? I should I should I should notice at the top of my head, but I don't. Um, I will have to look that up. But yeah, um, really we'll good. Insert that on. We'll insert that number after the event. <laughs> yeah, but really good build. Um, I, a lot of people are going to be very happy with the set. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, what's next that you've got on your on your build card? We can talk about the the new Star Wars helmets that are going to be announced. Um, you know, as we're recording, they're not announced yet. But as you hear this in your ears or through a speaker, they will be officially announced. So, so you're put, putting together the new the new helmets. Um, yep. Have Commander you Cody and Captain Rex? Fantastic, and I've just been having a look at the press pack for that this evening. So seven five three four nine and seven five three five zero, 
at the time we were recording, we were completely unaware that LEGO were going to sneak in Princess Leia as the bounty hunter Boosh as a third helmet celebrating the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. We've got... I get confused as to what's a phase one and a phase two, so I'm not going to try and say anything. Don't piss um, off the Star Wars people online. Yep, yep, not so, but, but they're, they're both slightly different looks. Um, Cody's got got his visor, Rex has got his special marks, and, and they just look like they're going to fit in quite nicely with the Star Wars, the helmets. We now have the, these are the first Clone Wars or prequel driven helmets that we've had released. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is certainly, we've been starting to see a shift in emphasis for some of the AFOL oriented sets being towards the, something that's not the original trilogy last yep. year, year before last, we saw the Republic gunship as a UCS. And now we've got Clone Wars era helmets. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's also um, important to um, acknowledge that um, they're, they're, they're part of the um, 20 years of Clone Wars celebrations. So there's, there's, there's a lot of media, there's a lot of toys being put out to celebrate 20 years of um, the Clone Wars. Indeed, that. Uh, the Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones? The Clone Wars, you're right. Um, and... Yeah, so you can see here um, on the box, you've got the 20 years of Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah, so... Yep. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, and Captain Rex was far more a character in the Clone Wars rather than in either... Um, Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith. Yep, but Commander Cody is—he's um, he got the Order sixty six call, so he's right there in a very pivotal moment of Star Wars history. Yes, yes, he was. Yep. Anyway, it would be exciting to see what's how how these sets are received. Yeah. Um, oh, and 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 speaking of Order sixty Order sixty six, very fun Easter egg. Um, Commander Cody has 766 pieces. Um, oh. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, beautiful. so I think if um, it's not much to not much to say about them uh, because I haven't built them yet. That's uh, that, that's a job for me tomorrow. Um, but um, if you collect Star Wars helmets of 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 which there are a um, it's 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 a pretty big collection now. Um, you're most likely going to love this if you love um, anything Clone Wars and you love the prequels and if you're the kind of person who would pop comments on the internet about Lego not caring about the prequels well there you go you've got Commander Cody Captain Rex in helmet form absolutely and I th- I think it's also recognizing that fans of the Clone Wars are now growing up they're now finishing college or university they're now getting jobs and they're now having a disposable income. Mm. Yeah, I watched uh, Revenge. I, I still remember I was in my final year of high school when Revenge of the Sith came out and we had exams on, but I was like, I'm going to the cinema to watch Revenge of the Sith day one. Went alone. It was a great time. 
there you go. It took me a little while to get to see Revenge of the Sith. I had a toddler, I toddler, small, certainly a small child around the house at the time, and um, yes, it took us a little while longer to get coordinated. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think that's exciting. We're starting to see some more um, Star Wars sets out. Um, so these will be released on um, on the first of March. So there's still it's it's there's there's still quite a bit. Um, there's there's still a ways more that you'll need to wait um, to get your hands on Commander Cody and the Captain Rex helmets. Um, but they are coming. Indeed, and coming up at the start of February. Um... Oh, when's the A-Frame coming out, Jay? The A-Frame is coming out on the 1st of February for LEGO VIPs, um, which is all of us, um, because it's free to join. Uh, yeah, 1st of February. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, oh, I suppose the other thing, just thinking about those 20-something-year-old folks, there'll also be the Bionicle Gift with Purchase Oh, yeah, starting, that's coming out tomorrow, 27th. Starting on the 27th of January, calling it Tomorrow is Always Dangerous because... Tomorrow at the time of recording. Tomorrow is probably three weeks ago by the time you're listening to this, folks, in which case the promotion is probably finished. That is um, it is only available in conjunction with original LEGO IP, such as City, Friends, Monkey Kid, Ninjago, and Dots. Um, it's not going to be available with icons, or they're not going to count towards your towards your um, your spend threshold to get the set. Mm. Um, exactly what it will be in Australian dollars it remains to be revealed. I think I saw um, was it Legoland? They had it at one hundred and seventy. That's a lot for a Bionicle set. Yeah, but I reckon I could easily spend that on friends this year. Fair enough. Well, that's Fair the enough. other thing I picked up at Brickbench, and I picked up a Tahu. Oh, very nice. See, I don't, I, I, I can't pretend that I um have any sort of connection with Bionicle, so it doesn't really, it doesn't really I, affect me. I have no connection with Bionicle, but I can see that there are a lot of people who do, and yep. say it, it's it along with adventures was sort of that proto storytelling theme that um really sort of set the stage for the way in which lego play themes do their storytelling today Mm -hmm. um between movies series comics books yeah Mm. Um, um yeah all right Oh, and the um, the um, let's also not forget what's coming out um on the first of February, the twenty twenty three botanicals. So you've got the the, the oh, dry yes. flower centerpiece and the wildflower. Wildflowers, the wildflower flowers, I think, are just going to be a early pickup for us. It's going to be a hit. Um, yeah. you've also got the Disney one hundred brickheads. So you've got Tinkerbell, Snow White, um, Oswald. The Lucky Rabbit and Mickey Mouse. Fantastic! If you're into Disney, then that's going to be just what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, um, and also, and the, the Great Wave. A uh, Great Wave in Australia. Oh, in, Australia. in Australia, the Great Wave will be arriving. It's been available elsewhere in the world. Yeah. Waves uh, just take a take, take a lot longer to you know hit our shores. Um, yeah. But we're used to that. Um, and also the first seasonal set of the year. The I think it's the Bird's Nest. You've got that, so. 
Yes, Bird's uh, Nest, that's tomorrow's building task. Um, and I think that is... Ooh. That's it, yeah. unless there are any other surprises, which I... I've just got to go back and start working through some um, Ninjago and City. Yep. And Mario. Yeah. So the, 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 the way LEGO releases work is that you usually get big waves. Um, so you get big releases on at the start of the year, and then you get a bit of a lull in February because there's still so much that's new and exciting and shiny that's out on the shelves. Um, you usually get a few more um, sets and releases in March, and then April's another lull. And then May, you get a whole bunch of Star Wars for May the 4th. Um, and then... Um, and then we're in the second half already in June. Mm. Too much Lego is barely enough, but that really is just describing. It's a first world problem right there. It's it's just really describing. Yeah. Um, oh, and um, we also probably need to mention, I mean, if we're talking about, you know, the near, nearish term future, um, Lego Dots is going to be um finishing up it's going to be retiring as a team um, yeah um the march harry potter dots release being the very last one i think look i think it's i don't think it's going to be the last that we see of dots uh sorry i don't think it's going to be the last that we see of sets in which we place tiles onto plates and other pieces in order to decorate them yeah but it's really the going to be the last time that we are seeing dots as a set unto themselves this yeah. was legos the lego groups um effort to move into sort of art and craft space and it certainly grabbed the imagination of a lot of people but there is no doubt that ultimately at the end of the day you do see a lot of the sets going on clearance at their at their end of life. Yeah. Um, have there been too many released too quickly or just trying to work out the right price point and size point? I'm not quite sure. but I think it, I think it just shows how um, challenging it is to break into a new category. So Lego had the art and craft and personalization um, category and obviously they wanted to introduce their own Lego system um building spin on it um and for the most part i think the they, they were successful the products were really good yeah um, but um yeah might 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 have been a price thing um uh, but yeah like you said it's not the end um uh, they, they they said so themselves that lego dots will be assimilated into other products and other teams and we've we've <laughs> already seen some some of that happen there was a lego disney set disney princess set with dots um and dots customization as part of it um we had some dots um you know some 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 dots themed activities and designs in last year's um is it emma's art school set for example where you could mm -hmm. customize the side of the building so yeah don't think it's going away people love um people love dots um it's opened up and made i would say made you know mosaics and um, you know, tiling, um, you know, large pieces of art or small pieces of art into, you know, a lot more um, of a mainstream activity. Mm. Um, again, you also got to thank Lego Art for that. But, you know, mosaics and, you know, that sort of design work, things like lettering, 
um, that that's become a lot more mainstream because the you know the the tiles and the elements have become just so much more accessible because of Lego dots. So yeah, yeah. So we'll still see dotty products, but they'll be wrapped up with other pro- wrapped up with other play themes rather than sold in their own spot on the shelf. Yeah, I'm going to be sad. I like I like Lego dots, but again, have to acknowledge that only buy lego dots on clearance so again that probably doesn't help um but i will be looking to stockpile as many dots sets that i can while we still can i just bought i was i I was i was so frustrated when i heard the news because i was just about to start um a new lego dots project so i bought the um the message board set because i Mm -hmm. want something cute with it um and you know few days later you get the news that dots is retiring which is which is upsetting but hey are there any other current themes that you've been stockpiling recently just so i know about what else i should think about not getting too emotionally attached to well vintage and i don't know well that's all been cancelled hasn't it you know Knight, vintage, Knight vintage isn't being made anymore Knights of the yellow castle piglets of bricks and pieces um yeah i don't know mario suits I don't stockpile as much as I should, but yeah, just a few things. Mm. No, that's okay. That's all right. I can bear to be unattached to all of those. That's terrific. All right. Well, it's been great catching up, Jay. Um, And won't be too long. And we'll aim to catch up again in a couple of weeks and work out what else we've been up to but oh, i'm sure there'll be a lot to discuss i'm sure there will be i'm sure there will be yes yes there will be um in the meantime i'm Rich- richard from the rambling brick and i'm jay from jay's brick blog and these are the extra pieces you have been listening to extra pieces a collaboration between jay's brick blog and the rambling brick your hosts are jay ong and richard jones written and produced by jay ong and richard jones Extra pieces can be found through your favourite podcasting platforms. Please like and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please give us a solid five-star review. It will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy.